0: Aloha, and welcome back to the Healing Laughter Podcast, the show where we talk about all things narcissistic abuse. I'm your host, Katie Utterback. I'm a certified narcissistic abuse recovery coach at Elevated Aura, an international holistic coaching firm specializing in helping survivors of toxic relationships learn self-love and how to live their best life. Okay, that was an intense, that was, that was an intense, intense full moon, that partial lunar, lunar eclipse, but... After the next morning, the three hours or so um, eclipse, I did feel different. I felt so much lighter, refreshed. Um, AJ and I, honestly, we slept a lot the last weekend. So we were definitely purging. We were letting our bodies alchemize that new energy. It was actually a really beautiful process to do with him because healing Is something that I never really paid attention to until I really started this like narcissistic abuse healing journey and I've really been able to see how healing is truthfully like two steps forward one step back because it's not that these challenges in life ever go away it's that we change as people we change as what we can handle we change as you know even how we perceive an issue um you know and when you take that time to heal and really give yourself that chance to respond and not react, you can see that there's a bunch of other options. So I'll just give you guys an example. You know, we're struggling with our kitchen remodel right now. The insurance doesn't want to cover like anything. They don't really want to cover the full cost of new cabinets because they're like the amount that they gave us, would barely cover the cost of new cabinets from Ikea. And I'm not trying to knock down cabinets from Ikea. It's just that we know that we need new cabinets, flooring, countertops. Um, We have to paint our walls. We have to redo our ceiling. There's a whole bunch of plumbing and electric, like a whole bunch of like electric wiring work done in the walls. Like there's just so much that needs to be happened that it's impossible at the price we've been given, even if we, you know, go to a lower quality. So we've been kind of taking, a t- taking time to really think about our options and what options exist and what's available to us. And, you know, we're happy that we are, were able to even figure out that Ikea wouldn't price out with what we've been given so far from the insurance company. Because when you go to a remodeling company or like a big box store, like a Home Depot or a Lowe's the pre-made cabinets that they have are already like 38 40,000. And if you're only given like 16,000 like we were, like that you can't do that, right? Like that the the numbers don't add up, it doesn't match, it's not it's not going to work. And instead of getting defeated instead of just blowing up, we started looking at other options. We know we could go hire a public insurance adjuster to advocate on our behalf to see if we could get more funds from the insurance company. We know that we can go down in terms of not quality, right? But we can work with, you know, the type of company that we're working with. Do we need elite remodeling? Okay, maybe not. But that's the whole point of this healing journey and these exercises that I do for narcissistic abuse and shadow work and inner child healing. And you know, the use of affirmations, it's to catch myself in these moments when these challenges arise, because you never know what the challenge is going to look like exactly. But dealing with things that don't go my way is a common theme in my life. So for the kitchen to, you know, be more of a battle, like it wasn't just like, I instantly got a blank check and could write it for whatever I wanted. I'm having to do the work. And that's the same thing with narcissistic abuse recovery. You have to do the work. And there are times, just like in life, there's ebbs and flows when it's easier said than done to, you know, respond and not react. So not <laughs> with the kitchen, have I been flawless in being able to handle this? No, I'm have I've cried, I've gotten angry, I've lost my temper a couple of times, but the important part is coming back. And the reason that I wanted to bring up this whole idea of coming back to your higher self and being who you really want to be is that this week that I'm recording this episode is the week of Thanksgiving. And I can feel myself kind of start to get in that rhythm of thinking about my family of origin, like really thinking about my dad, especially because Thanksgiving was a holiday that he absolutely loved. And I really, um, I was listening to an energy report and they were talking about how this Thanksgiving in 2021 is really interesting because the energy that we're in, there was a bridge that was created in 2014. So the Thanksgiving that we all experienced in 2014 actually created like the first entry on this like rainbow bridge and that carried us into 2021 so if you think back as to what you were doing in 2014 what you were thinking what you were trying to achieve there's a good chance that you can notice some sort of rhythm some sort of connection to what's going on in 2021 and I thought this was so beautiful so poetic because I mentioned this in a previous episode, I believe, but I actually met my husband, AJ, seven years ago, and it was that 2014 Thanksgiving. I remember sitting at the kitchen table in my like family of origins house, the house that I grew up in, and I was texting this person that like, I had just met on Tinder, and I was obsessed. I was constantly just dreaming about, you know what it would be like to spend Thanksgiving with him and what it would be like to interact with his family of origin. And now I know, I know the answer to that. And I'm just so happy to be here in this, in this home with him, because that's what I was dreaming about in 2014, was to do exactly what I'm doing. So when I catch myself and I remind myself that I'm doing exactly what I dreamed that I was going to be doing, it's a lot easier to be kind and gentle with myself when I do start to hear that, that fear, obligation, and guilt start to slide in. And it's not that I'm doing anything wrong. It's not that I'm failing at healing. It's just time. I lived in an environment where there was fear, obligation, and guilt, you know, thrown at me almost 24-7, 365, and now I've only been out of that environment for a shorter period of time than I was in it, so I have to give myself that grace that, sure, feelings might bubble up, and I'm allowed to just observe that feeling because I'm not my feelings. I'm just an, an observer of those feelings. Just like I'm not my thoughts. My mind creates the thoughts. The thoughts have feelings and emotions ta- attached to them. And based on that emotion, it can be triggering or not. So, this week of Thanksgiving, one thing that I've already observed myself doing is I've already flipped it. Instead of viewing it as like Thanksgiving week, because to me, Thanksgiving really does conjure up a lot of ideas or visions of, family and forgiveness. And I'm just not entirely comfortable with those concepts yet. So I've switched it around. And I'm kind of referring to this week as gratitude week. So I'm really excited about this idea of just finding the things in my life that I'm grateful for. And I like this because I've started journaling the last couple of months where I wake up and one of the first things that I do before I even put my foot on the ground, like or leave the bed is I start going through a list in my mind of the things that I'm grateful for. Like I'm grateful to wake up in a bed with a puppy and a man that I love so very much. And I wake up in a bed that's incredibly comfortable in a house that I own with the love of my life. And this house has a yard where my dog can run free and he loves it so much. And then I think about how I have access to clean water. And that was something that I you know, dreamed and just begged and pleaded the universe for. And now it's my reality. Like there's just so many things in my life that I used to beg and plead the universe for. And I used to ask it, you know, saying like, if you give me this, I will never ask for anything else. But I do. I am always, as soon as I get that, I'm on to the next thing. I never sit in that gratitude. I never bask in the magic that the universe helped me co-create. So that's actually my challenge for myself this week is to really allow myself to be grateful for every blessing in my life and to allow myself to stop gaslighting myself long enough to really enjoy the magic that does exist, the family, the forgiveness, the gratitude, the compassion, the love that is always around me. And one thing that really helps, one thing that I did last year Was I really started looking up Thanksgiving decorations that I liked because that was one thing that I didn't necessarily know that I didn't know, which was when I grew up, the Thanksgiving decorations were very bland, very white. Imagine getting served a white piece of turkey meat on a white, like beige plate with white mashed potatoes and like a white looking gravy with a white roll. Like that. Was Thanksgiving. There was no color, there was no spice, there was no flavor, there was no fun, which is why I think I never really liked Thanksgiving all that much. But now that I've been celebrating Thanksgiving with my husband and my own family for the last couple of years, I really love this holiday because it's a chance to just be. It's a chance to just be who you are, to be grateful, to eat too much, to be with people that you love and to be able to tell them how much you love them, to be able to tell people that you're grateful for them and for everything that you have in life. And that's actually really beautiful that we have this time where we're allowed to be thankful out loud and it's not considered weird. Because, truthfully, as someone who does talk about gratitude and affirmations, the non-Thanksgiving days of the year, the (laughs) non-gratitude weeks of the year, not everyone is open to hearing what's going well. There's a lot of people that really like to get stuck in the like, woe is me kind of attitude mindset. And I've been there. It's a nice place to stop sometimes, but it's a horrible place to live because If you're always feeling like everything is out of your control, if you're always putting the onus on someone else or something else, you've given all of your power away and you've honestly forgotten how to be grateful for what you do have and for the power that you have in your mind and in your thoughts and in your words. I am... in extremely grateful for everything that's happened to me in my life, because if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be able to be sitting here talking to you today. I wouldn't be able to have the relationship that I do with myself. I wouldn't be able to have the relationship that I do with my husband and my dog even. And I am so grateful for all of those things. And it makes me smile, because when I think back about that 2014 Thanksgiving, I remember sitting at the table with just my mom. Everybody else had left. And I remember thinking how horrible of an existence this would be to just have to wait around and appease one person while I was completely miserable. And the reason that I was sitting around trying to appease one person was because of idiot compassion, really. Everyone else had gone off to do their own thing. Everyone else was prioritizing themselves and what made them feel good and what they wanted to do. Yet I was sitting there doing something I didn't want to do. All because I hoped that in return, one day, somebody would do something for me. And that's really no way to live. Hoping that one day somebody will be kind to you. So the kindest thing that you can do for yourself this week, especially if you are someone who is estranged or you have a difficult or turbulent relationship with your family of origin or anyone that is in your life, let's send them love. Let's send them gratitude for at least showing us how we don't want to act, how we don't want to be in the world. And let's be grateful for the opportunity to start new, to start fresh, to have the Thanksgiving that we want to have, because you are entirely worth it. And there's nothing stopping you except for you from making this Thanksgiving the greatest Thanksgiving that you've ever had. That's our show today. And remember, you deserve healing from narcissistic abuse because you are fucking worth it and I love you. If you have any questions about narcissistic abuse or the recovery journey that you would like to have answered on the show, please send an email to katie at elevatedaura.com or submit a voice message on the Healing Laughter Anchor podcast homepage. For any other questions, please visit elevatedaura.com.